Welcome to Lessons from a Lioness. On this show, you will learn from me and other guest experts about marketing, branding, sales, and all things entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Juliana Frisoli. I'm a sassy, multi-talented, multi-passionate business badass who will help you attract your dream clients and get paid for being your wildly wonderful self. Let's dive into today's episode. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lessons from a Lioness. I'm here with Nina. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you guys. My name is Nina Hurt, and I am a business coach and social media manager and absolutely love it. I've been in this industry for quite a few years now and started off actually as a fitness coach. I thought that was the fun thing to do. So I thought I would flex in the mirror a little bit and put a link in my bio and I would sell all my programs, but I soon learned that was not the way. Um, so I obviously switched to business coaching a couple of years later and just really loved it. Obviously love business. I have a master's in business. No one really cares about that in the online space, obviously. I think it's cool though, because I feel yeah. like there's not a lot of people out there who do have backgrounds in business. And I know like both you and I do. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Talk more about that and how that like plays into what you do because I think it's cool. Yeah. And I mean, I think it was like, it was needed at the time, right? I thought I was going to work a corporate job, thought I was going to go build six figures in my corporate business. And obviously that didn't work that way. And ended up um, switching from fitness coaching to business coaching because everyone was like, how did you build such a successful fitness coaching business? Like it's so saturated, all that like fun thing that everyone loves to say, right? So I switched to business coaching and I'm like, holy shit, I'm actually really good at talking to people as far as like DMs, building the conversation, showing up with authority. And I realized like I should just make another business on this. So in May of this year, I created a second business called Social Spotlight and that is social media managing. And I don't mean it in a sense where I'm going to post your Instagram caption and there are people that will do that for you. But I want it to be more of like, an engagement realm because people dread that so much, right? Like you probably even know this, right? Yeah, my least favorite thing. <laughs> so it's everyone's and they really hate it. So my goal was to go help help coaches actually go find their ideal client, engage with them in a genuine way, and then start the conversation with them via DM. Just because I feel like so many people, one, hate this part, dread it, don't do it, push it on the back burner. And it's like, oh, I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this. And we all want fucking leads. Let's just be real. We all want leads. We all want new people coming in. We all want people watching us, engaging with us, everything like that. And but we don't want to do it, right? Like we don't want to spend the time doing it because it takes too much time and we can be doing other stuff. So that's why I got into that. And that's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> okay, cool. How long were you a fitness coach for? Because I don't think I knew that you actually had like a fitness coaching business before becoming a business coach? Oh my God, a year and a half of, I mean, the first eight months I made literally nothing, but <laughs> after that I was I was successful. I mean, and I feel like that's pretty standard. Like you see all those like, you know, six figures in six months or whatever it is, but I feel like it takes time to build. And that's what I'm always telling my clients is like, it takes time. Like for me, I mean, I quit my job October 2018 that was like when I quit my corporate job and I really didn't have like my shit together or know what I wanted to do for a business I was like I'm gonna go teach yoga and I'm gonna read tarot and I'm gonna do holistic healing and like that was my first kind of iteration of 
business. Um, and then like, I mean, I made my first sale in May, 2019. That was like my first sale in my coaching business. So I feel like it does take time. Like it takes time to like, first of all, like get your shit together. And then it takes time to kind of like build up an online presence. But I do think engagement and lead generation is a huge part of that. And I feel like so many people are wanting to do that more on Instagram. And I feel like your engagement rates are just like, so insanely high (laughs) that I'm always like, damn, like, what does she do that just like gives her like all the likes and all the comments. So I guess kind of, can you talk more about like what your process is for finding high quality leads on Instagram and how you've been able to grow your own engagement so high? Yeah, of course. So full transparency, when I was in fitness coaching, this was obviously like a couple years ago now, but full transparency, when I was doing that, I had no idea actually how to do engagement. So I like jumped into some engagement pods. Um, Don't recommend it because no one actually really gives a shit what you're saying. They're just doing it, you know, because they want likes on their stuff too. Uh, So that was, um, yeah. That was not the best. I mean, they're and they're real people. I mean, you just take 12 people, put them in a group, everyone engages on everyone's stuff, right? But I realized, like, no one just actually cares. Like, it doesn't matter, right? So what, what I ended up doing was I just really started being intentional that every day what I would do is go engage with maybe five to six people max. Um, go leave some genuine comment on their their post. Maybe I would follow them if I obviously like thought they were interesting, intrigued. And then I may, may interact with their story. I may talk to them via their story, but it's just letting them know like you're seen, you're heard, and they want to come back. Like really think about reciprocity. They want to come back and do it to your stuff. Like if I think of anyone that's ever left something meaningful on my post and it wasn't like a friend and it was no one I knew, I'm like, oh, who's this, right? Like, did you feel the same way when people do that to you? For the most part, yeah, I think it, it depends, right? Because it is kind of easy now to tell like, who's genuine and who's not. Yeah. Um, like I get a ton of comments that are like, I love your positivity. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm like the most like positive person <laughs> by any means. Like I have like that sassy, sarcastic vibe. So I feel like I'm, I mean, that's probably like one that I see most commonly lately. And I'm like, okay, they're probably like using a bot or just leaving the same comment on like everyone's post. So yeah. I feel like there's a lot of bots out there and there's a lot of people who are just doing engagement for the sake of engagement. So I guess, what do you think it is about the way that you do things that makes it so much more authentic and genuine? And how can people kind of replicate that in their own business? So I think a couple things it comes down to is I think you it's just setting that intention from day one, right? Like the way I go into this every single time is I had to shift my mindset of like, what can I get? Who can I sell? Right? Like, this is huge. <laughs> Who can I sell to? Wow. Like, what if I just engage and talk to people and just like build a community and build a whole basically my whole page based on people engaging in a genuine way and me engaging with their stuff in a genuine way. And like, it's, it's the unsexy part of business, right? Like this is like the puberty, I call it. It's no one wants to do this. And (laughs) you have to go through this to then continue to have this happen for you on your post in your business. So I think that that's, that's the first way is just setting the intention in your mind, knowing damn well that I'm going into this with zero expectations. I don't have to sell this person, 
because it does come back. Like people do watch your stuff and all it takes, and you're huge on this, Juliana, is then having them come back to you, see your content, see your stories, and that's what's bringing them in. We don't want to have to sit here and find everyone all the time, but the thing is we don't just post our shit and just hope that people are just going to come see it, right? We want to engage with them. That's the whole point of social media. Be social. And leaving these comments that are super genuine really makes them think like, wow, this person hears me, they see me, they want to come back to your post. I think about it every time. Like you said, if someone comments my post, you're so inspirational. I'm like, oh, whatever, screw off. Like you're not, (laughs) it's a bot. But if they're like, wow, I really resonate with your story. Like I'm definitely stuck on this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, okay, who are you? Right. Or if they said something, how they resonated with my story and also, it's so important to like to do this. I'm like, oh, okay, who are you? Because you're leaving something meaningful. So that's kind of how I go about making sure that they come back, that they see our stuff, and then also that they're engaging with my own content. Yes. Okay, cool. So do you have like a process? I know you kind of do because I know you do it like for your clients, but do you have like a step-by-step process of like finding the lead, interacting with them, converting them, like all that shit that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So this is like probably one of my favorite things to do, to be honest with you. So normally I will find leads um, and definitely take notes on this if you're listening to this and you can. Um, I will find leads usually either through hashtags or through large accounts with like someone similar to me, right? So when I was a fitness coach, maybe like Jillian Michaels, right? Like people were working out, they wanted to see fitness stuff. And I was doing something similar, but I wasn't on such a large scale that I couldn't get back to these people. So I'll probably just give them a follow. I'll like a couple pictures that I genuinely like. I have to mean it though. Like if I really don't like anything, I'm not liking it. You know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not just doing it. You know how it is. Like, <laughs> you know, you know damn well that you're not just liking pictures of whatever, like someone posting some political shit that you don't agree with, right? So I will like- Oh my God, I know. I have my VA like go through and engage with people and she started leaving comments and she's like, this person's like a Republican conspiracy theorist. And I was like, oh my God, delete them. (laughs) (laughs) I do that for you too. Like I see like, okay, they have a Trump flag. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, not Juliana's person. (laughs) Yeah, or like, I think I saw one person I was, when I was doing it and I saw it was like lover of Jesus. And I'm like, nah, she ain't gonna vibe with that. I mean, yeah. And it's not like I'm like anti-Jesus, but I feel like those people, usually if they're like that forward with it like they're probably pretty alt-right yeah (laughs) I feel like the two kind of go hand in hand exactly so I and I do engage with them like I'll obviously follow them if they see my deal I leave that meaningful comment and just one I don't bombard their shit and then um again I'll follow them but then what I do is I save them for later so I'll save them in a little folder um go back to them later if they're interesting obviously I will respond to one of their stories right away Or I'll just go back in like a day or two and look at the saved people. And then I'll respond to one of their stories. Now, this to me, this is like a science, right? Because it has to be done in a way that's authoritative. I'm not trying to get pitched. I'm not trying to get any of my clients pitched. And I also want it to be meaningful, right? So just to give you an example of what this looks like for me, I may say something on a testimonial that's like, wow, isn't that the best watching your clients win? I absolutely love that. Or maybe like, how long have you been seeing these results for yourself, right? So we're talking about this, but 
not in a sense where I'm like, wow, so inspirational, where they're going to come back and try to sell me, right? That's what I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that's like my not like my biggest pet peeve is like not making sure that I do not get sold to. Um, in my mind, when I engage for someone, I'm no one's ideal client at that point in time, right? Like that's, Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am not engaging with someone that I want to be like pitching me. So my intention here, like behind converting them is to start this conversation. Ideally, I want to start it about business a little easier for us as business coaches. Um, I want to start this conversation about anything that I can talk to about business that's not me. That I'm not like, hey, guess what? I'm a business coach. I can help you, right? Like no one gives yes, a about yeah. <laughs> but I And that's just kind of how I start that relationship. Talk, I talk back and forth with them. If they seem like they're kind of like a dud of a person and don't want to talk, I don't spend time on it. There's many other people that will, you know? Um, totally. I, yep. think, I think it's just one, warming them up to actually really getting to know them first before I start, like, if you will, bringing out their pain points and talking about their problems, right? Like, you you have to build that trust. And it's not the sexy thing about business is they're not going to tell me in two messages how they're literally having the worst year of their life in their business, right? You and I know that. People don't want yeah. to be vulnerable. <laughs> they're, they're not ready to tell you that in, like, step one, right? However, like you say, with your content, with your stories, you have a very, like, you are very, very focused on that and making sure that your ideal client is heard and spoke to within your content, right? So my goal is for them to be able to see that and then start talking to you about it, right? Yeah. So how do you kind of transition into that? Like, say that you're like having a conversation with someone and it's just about like cats or whatever, like, how would you naturally transition that conversation from being about cats to, like, being about business? Like, what does that process look like? Because I feel like it's really weird. Like, And I've had this happen to me. I feel like it's really weird to, like, go from talking about something that's so chill to then being like, oh, so I see that you do this. How's it going for you? Right? Yeah, exactly. So I try – I will try my hardest to relate to a post or a story. Like, if we're already talking, that's cool. Um, but as for us as business coaches, it got a little bit easier because maybe they're posting like they have an offer, right? Or maybe they're posting a free training. I may just talk to them about that because that's like an easier in than saying, oh, wow, how long have you been in business for? Right? Like, I also hate that. So do I. It doesn't mean shit. It, like it literally means nothing. Like whenever people ask me that, I'm like, oh, like I've, you know, been in business for about two years, but I've been working in marketing, sales and social media for over six. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like so, in other words, like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I totally get that. And, you know, do I think it's it's doable and usable in a certain sense? Sure. But for the most part, I really like to just connect back on like what it is they're doing. Maybe they're talking about their launch. Maybe let's be real, like chances are as business coaches, when we talk to people, I may say something like, oh, wow, I see you're launching insert program name. Um, like, is this the first round of it? Like, it looks, it looks like you really enjoy this. You really enjoy helping people on this, right? Again, I'm not trying to get my ass pitched. So <laughs> yeah, you're helping people. This is awesome. Like, is this the first time you're launching it? How's the launch going? I like that question if we're talking about their product. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's a very natural yeah, yeah cause, like that because it's not invasive right and it's if they're not. if they feel good about it my thing is like okay cool they're filling their program they feel great it's like all right they clearly don't need me right but Do you feel like people are honest though? no 
like that's the thing right I feel like even if their launch is shitty like who's willing to be like oh yeah no I haven't signed any clients yet you would be surprised how many people actually tell me that like really okay see I don't see that a lot well they'll be like it's going okay I wish I would have got eight but I got two right like they feel like they want to say like it's going good but I think a lot of people also don't want to be People don't want to be seen as weak, right? So mm-hmm, I totally. think people don't want to be like, oh, well, I wanted a 40K launch, but I only got 10. Whatever, right? Yeah. So I think people will tell you that they missed the mark. But I also think when the people that don't and the people that are acting like everything's so great, I'm not prying. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, what went wrong, right? Like, <laughs> I don't want to make yeah. them feel shit. <laughs> They're feeling good about themselves. Um, but what I really find is the most common answer is, you know, it's going okay. And I wish I would have got 10, but I got three, right? Like I got some people in, I feel good, but I wanted 10. Cause then that's your in, right? That's true. Yeah, totally. It's not too invasive. It's not too weird. Yeah. So can you give an example of like how that would look like for a different niche? Yeah. So I have a lot of people that I have a couple like network marketers as, as clients especially because I know not everyone's a biz coach. I get it. And some people are fitness coaches, right? So I think that, I think it's going to depend on your situation. So for, I have network marketers. Let me just use Beachbody because it's the most common, right? And, and this can work for any health and fitness coaches. When they when you're talking to someone, you know they're your ideal client. It, you know damn well they're your ideal client for a reason. Like you didn't just pick someone, right? Yeah, you knew. Totally. You. <laughs> so what did you see? So what I really like, is like I just example I do engagement for a beach body coach and we engage with people that are obviously on a health and fitness journey and they may or may not be doing as well as they want to be right or they're making meals but aren't really sure like what they're doing and they're posting that on their page so I may look up someone that is posting like easy meals healthy meals shit like that and now I'll just ask them about it oh, wow, I really see that you're making like so many easy, quick meals. Like, do you find them online or do you find them, you just make them up, right? Because usually they'll be like, what normally, what I normally see is, oh, I just kind of wing it. I just try to figure it out on my own. And they're like, that's their in, right? Now they can talk to them about meals and nutrition and shit like that. Same with workouts. Like they're trying this healthy thing on their own, but clearly they're not doing too well at it. And there are some people that'll post like, a novel about how you know they're struggling and stuff like that and that's an easy in like not everyone's like that but I do think that relating back to them in reference to something that they post or something that they put in their story because that's how you knew they were an ideal client from the start right like you know damn well Juliana you're not just going to some random ass page and talking to them you want only your person you know I feel like for us though like for business coaches it's so easy to kind of tell who our ideal clients is and I feel like it's harder for other entrepreneurs like say like a spiritual coach or like someone who focuses on like life coaching or mindset coaching because like their ideal clients not always going to have like their shit in their bio or like a profile photo or like IG highlights or whatever so how do you kind of go about finding those people yeah that's so true like the people that need help with like mindset work and or like I do this for a couple of spiritual coaches too, is they usually want people that are either healers or they're finding their ideal clients from like big healers page, right? Yeah, like Gabby Bernstein or something. Yeah, exactly. And now 
that may not like it may not be that easy but again i always am a firm believer i'm not engaging with anyone unless i see something that shows me they're an ideal client like why did i think they were even an ideal client because they right. like so it might just like take more time to find that person yeah so like did they like gabby bernstein's photo okay cool that doesn't mean shit to me versus like okay i see that they're posting about like they're having like a learning tarot yeah. cards or exactly yeah they're having a bad day or something like okay let's talk to them about it you know yeah okay cool yeah that makes sense because I feel like you know I come across that a lot like I feel like there's a big perception out there where it's like oh it's like so easy for business coaches but yeah like I mean it can be you know you just have to know where to look exactly like like I think like you focus more on Instagram strategy and I probably at this point in my business focus a little bit more on Facebook just because like that's where most of my business has come from at this point. Um, so like, yeah. it's really easy to like go into different groups and like see who's engaging and like figure out kind of like who are the people there that are actually interested in the stuff. But it's the same thing on Instagram. You can do that with competitor research or hashtag research. And it might just take a little bit more digging into the person's profile to figure out if they would be a good fit or not. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Cool. So do you have, so for someone who really just wants to like boost their algorithm, boost their engagement, get more likes on their stuff, get more views on their stories from that perspective, rather than like the lead gen perspective, what are like your top three strategies or tips or anything that you can share with us on that end? Yeah, I love this question. Um, So I have a couple right now for as far as like the algorithm and like everyone wants to be seen right like they don't want do you feel like the algorithm is trash lately because i do so i do but i think one of the biggest things that's happening right now and like you probably can see what i mean by this is i think reels are taking over for now right like yeah and i i I don't know how i feel about reels (laughs) like but really think about that like um as far as reels go it is that is one of the best ways to get seen because right now Instagram's favoring it because it's a new feature, right? Just like how guides are. Guides are yeah. a new feature. They're going to favor what they're putting out. So you make, and here's the thing, it doesn't even have to be any crazy fucking thing. Like literally can record anything. It doesn't have to be a little pointing video. Can we stop that though? But, but <laughs> the reels can be anything on anything. And literally it's now getting in front of their face way more than just a post right so that's probably number one big thing right now um secondly obviously engage back and i know this is a given for you and i but if someone comments on your stuff comment back like still ask a question if you can yeah it like gets more yeah you want more (laughs) exactly Obviously, use all 30 hashtags. That's that's a big thing, too. We want to be seen in hashtags because we want more people to see us. But as far as, like, getting more people to view, like, your story and view your content, um, I think as far as it goes in both, I think it has to be more than educational. And you know this because you teach content. But I think as far as a lot of times people will post educational stuff. And while, yes, does that build your authority? Sure. But I don't think that people aren't aren't entertained by educational right think about yeah think about yourself your cat's doing some weird funny ass shit someone's commenting back on your story because they're they have a cat and they do some weird shit versus they're like three top sales tips right and they're like okay cool this is great but like 
be funny. Where are you? Where's your personality? Right. So yeah, I mean, my stuff that's had like the highest engagement to date is like I did one reel that was like basically like shitting on bad DM strategy, and it got like like over four thousand views, which is more followers than I have right now. Yeah. Um, and then like my little like Twitter posts always do really well. Just like my little short, punchy, sassy things. Yes, I agree. And I think that that's what's so important too, is when you do things that are actually like, you're entertaining people, right? Like, granted, I know we're here for business, but you have to bring you into it, like, period. And I think that even myself, when my story views have almost doubled because I'm showing more like behind the scenes, what I'm doing, kind of like into my life, being funny, like, that's just who I am. That's like my character traits, right? Like, when you put that instead of just like, this is what I'm doing today. And here's a couple tips, right? Like, that's great. But now you become the tip girl, right? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It like, I mean, I talk about this all the time, but you need like a mix of content types in all the different places. Yeah, I agree so much because that's what's going to make people resonate with you. Like people aren't, think about anyone you hire. You didn't hire someone because they had the best tips. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. hired, you hired them because you could relate to them. Totally. So that's kind of how I see like the best ways to boost the algorithm is obviously being yourself, use your hashtag, use your reels, um, engage back with people. These are huge ways that that's going to get you a lot more visibility on like your feed, on your stories, all of that. And watch people's stories. You want people to watch yours? Watch theirs. Trust. It'll come back. Yeah. So do you feel like like responding to people's stories is a good way to like boost your story views. Cause I know that's something that like my clients are always really focused on and that's what I tell them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I respond to stories all the time. I mean, do these people come back and watch mine? It's hard telling, but I think Instagram then pushes my story almost like forward in their feed, right? Like on their little timeline or whatever. Yeah, totally. Cool. Well, Do you have any other tips that you want to share with us about anything, Instagram, lead generation, engagement, any of that stuff? So I really think the best thing I can give you is just like Juliana said earlier, like it's the long game. If you just continue to do it, you nurture these relationships and talk to people like actual humans and like just don't even think about like where your next sale is going to come from. It's going to work so much better. And Juliana, you could probably agree with me on that. Yeah, it takes time. Like it takes time and consistency to build up any strategy. But I think especially engagement, like to really see that boost in your stuff, like it takes probably I feel like three months. What would you say like for a timeline? Yeah, I would at least say a couple months. And like, especially like when you're nurturing someone, nurture them for like a solid like couple weeks, just depending on the conversation, right? If it's like back and forth, I would engage with them and keep that up for a couple weeks. And you'll see like, because you, you think about it, Juliana, at the end of the day, if I'm talking to you as a business coach, you're in my DMs, when I'm ready, I'm coming to you. I'm not hiring yeah. when I didn't talk to, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's almost more so about just staying front of mind than it is about like trying to transition it into a pitch. At least that's kind of the way that I look at my own business. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that so much too. And it's almost like you can invite them when you know, like, now you have a program. Now you've been talking to them. Awesome. Okay, let's send them, like, a quick invite. Like, did you see that I had this program? Like, have you had a chance to look at it yet? Like, it doesn't have to be this big, like, sales thing, right? 
Mm -hmm. And I think it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, there is no perfect approach. Like sometimes people will ghost you. Sometimes they will not Mm -hmm. respond. That's okay. It's just. Yes. And guys, I'm in a lot of fucking DMs. Like I'm in a lot of large influencers DMs too. And to kind of normalize this to you, they get ghosted. They get told no. They get left on red all the time. Like it's fine. That's normal. (laughs) You know, you want to find the people that don't do that, you know? Yeah, you just have to take your emotions out of it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And that I'm so detached from the outcome. Like, yeah, do I want to help you? Yeah, do I want to make you grow? Absolutely. But I'm detached if someone leaves me on red or if someone doesn't get back to me or tells me, like, not at this time, right? Like, sure, we can overcome the objection. But if it's genuinely a no right now or this isn't the right program fit for me, that's okay. Your business still gets to succeed, right? Right. Yeah. And I think like coming from that place of helping rather than being like predatory is always where it's at. <laughs> I agree with that so much because you, you you don't want to be sold to in that way either, you know? No, totally. I know. It's like don't use anything in your business that you don't like yourself. Yeah, it's agree. Cool. Well, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? And then I will link that in the show notes as well. Yes, of course. You guys can find me at The Real Coach Nina. That is just where I hang out at on Instagram. And feel free, come stalk me out. Creep my shit. Send me a DM. I I probably won't pitch you. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't pitch people often. (laughs) I probably won't pitch you to be straight up. But come check it out. Come hang out with me. Come be entertained with all the shit talking I do on my stories. Like I know. I like your stories. They're very fun. <laughs> like, why am I such a fucking weirdo and always shit talking every day and just making fun of my wife half the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Thanks so much for listening to Lessons from a Lioness. If you loved what you heard today, leave me a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, take a screenshot of the review and tag me on Instagram at Juliana Frisoli. You can also take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode and share it out and I will share it and give you a shout out. When you do that, you'll be entered to win a one-on-one strategy call with yours truly. I pick one winner each month from the people who reviewed my podcast and I give them a free strategy call with me. You can also find me in my Facebook group, The Lioness Den for Badass Women Entrepreneurs. Hope to see you there.